Today on episode 73 of the Home of Play podcast, new features being tested on the PlayStation 5. Former chairman of Sony Interactive Entertainment, Sean Layden, gives his opinion on subscription service gaming, and a new studio opens up with the backing of publisher Smilegate. All that and more. We actually have news to talk about. Let's get some intro. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to episode 73 of the Home of Play podcast, where every Monday, the two best friends today, the three best friends, join forces to give you all the latest in PlayStation rumors, news, and reviews. And that's because we are the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Steven. With me, I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself, Christopher. Hello, hello. Alongside Christopher, we also have, returning again, the 60 frames of Curtis. Hello. The Home of Play podcast is a self-supported podcast. We don't include any of that bias or paid for opinion stuff that you do not need here. Because of this, that allows us to bring you the PlayStation news that you actually need or want to know. All of our content is free for you to enjoy at your leisure. We only ask you to help support the show by telling your friends, family, neighbors about the podcast and that they can find us on all your favorite podcast services of choice, such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. Every month we're growing, it's all because you lovely gaming homies helping to spread the cost of the power of word of mouth. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, we want to hear from you. Please send any of those to our email address, homeofplaypodcast at gmail.com, and then we can read your questions on the show or learn private while we discuss all the interesting stuff that came out of Sean Layden's mouth this week. On today's episode, we have four news articles discussed, but first, as always, let us begin with what we've been doing this last week, and we're going to start with Curtis, because he hasn't been on for a bit, so Curtis, take it away. Um, yeah, no, I haven't actually done very much lately, I'm just... Sadly, just stuck at work all the time. I think the only thing I've really been doing, even if I'm looking at my list here, oh no, I ha- I, there's a couple things I've done. So yeah, I'll hear you. Me and uh, me and one of my other friends were we only started. We've only played once. I think we're in like one chapter done or something. But we started playing. It takes two. Oh yes, the game that me and Chris were playing. Yeah. So it I wasn't expecting much from it, but it's actually kind of fun. Uh, I didn't know it was going to be kind of so much, uh, I don't even know the right words to explain it. I wasn't expecting so much platforming and such and all the different, mm-hmm. uh, different, what do you want to call them? Mechanics. The variety. Yeah. Yeah. The mechanics yeah. change up in like every section. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't really look into any info. So this is actually a nice surprise, but again, we've only played a little bit. I'm not very far, but Looking forward to playing more of that, and then uh, just because I needed a fix every now and then, maybe once or twice a year, I don't know, I need some Dark Souls! So, started replaying some Dark Souls 3. Maybe Steve will touch on that later, I don't know, but I've been doing my own solo gaming too, so don't get so salty with me. Oh, I'm so salty. No, I get it. I'm not around enough to kind of pin you down like a disgruntled ex-wife or something well that's and like i need i need to get my skill back if i was just playing oh, with you yeah. then it's like i forget how to play i forget everything so yeah i need to- well even me i find the rolling is actually surprisingly very different compared to demon souls demon souls a only had the two speeds but it's very snappy like i feel like it's very you roll and it's quick or you're heavy rolling and it's not uh dark souls 3 even their fastest still feels slower than demon souls which is interesting so it does kind of trip me up quite a bit actually i was fighting the those knights in the first area and i just for whatever reason 
I just was not, it was not clicking in for me. And I was like, why? Like, these are an entry level enemy. <laughs> like, come on. Not to mention that side shield bash messes me up every time. Like, oh, you can tell the generations of this game where they're like, let's screw with people and give them new mechanics that you can't even roll through. Yeah. So that's kind of why I wanted to play by myself again, because I, I just needed to relearn all of this stuff and figure out how I wanted to play. So maybe when you get back in, then. I'm a little more knowledgeable. I don't know if I'll use my good character or not, or if I'll just put myself back to whatever level we were at. This How is on PlayStation 4? This is on PS4, yes. yeah. Is it still, what's the, are you getting 30 or 45 frames? Or are you actually, you're not hitting 60 with that one. Curtis is a varied, I think. There are times where I can tell it's 60, but it's usually, if it you're dips. lucky, around 40, 50. It's, it's really bad, because I'm used to playing, like, 120 frames on a pc and it's right. it's actually really hard for me to play so <laughs> and on on my comment will be i'm playing on a ps5 so i get a solid 60 yeah i kind of wish i could do that i can't it's too bad you don't have the cross play yeah that i would... know those those games would definitely in my opinion benefit more from cross play than uh yeah, shooter cuz again I I get it from the perspective that you want to play with your buddy or something but other than that who's playing a Call of Duty or a Battlefield and wants to actually play with PC people keep those that PC cheaters away <laughs> you guys yeah. don't want those on console yeah yeah well even Dark Souls cheaters as Chris te teaches us all the time yep. yeah and they to answer your question so. before I just beat uh Pontiff Sullivan again Really? You're that far? I am that, that far. Fast. I'm that far that fast, oh. yeah. You're a monster. And that's why I said I need to get my skill back. So I'm like, yeah, this is a good way to do it. Let's just play through. Maybe, again, when we go back to play, I might just restart my other character again, whatever mm. level he was. That way I'm not completely overpowered, but at least I have an idea of how I want to play. And I thought I was going to surprise you because I'm like, ooh, I unlocked all the shortcuts in this like 30-minute span, so I got... The, you know, the guy out of that, um, uh, the locked, I don't know, cell that we like saw in your game. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, and then I open up the dragon door and this other door. So all the shortcuts are unlocked. So yeah. when we come back, we can just beat the boss of my world and like, we're good. And then, yeah. Meanwhile, you're halfway through the game. <laughs> Cause yeah, I sorry. You. Yeah, no problem. And is there anything else you were playing? No, that's it. Chris, what have you been playing? Well. As I mentioned last week, I'm on holidays for two weeks, so first week is down, uh, and I've been playing a fair amount of console stuff. Um, I got a couple Platinums done. Yay! I finished uh, Bug Snacks, which is fun. Uh, it's definitely made more for a younger audience, for sure, but they have, you know, they slip in those occasional adult jokes. They're pretty humorous. There's definitely some in this one, that's for sure. Um, overall, I enjoyed the game, uh, collecting everything, trying to catch all the different bugs. It, it was kind of fun. It was, it, it has its moments. Um, there's like even like a, an ending where it's like, if you don't finish all the side quests for each character, there's a chance the character could die, <laughs> which is like, you wouldn't think that would happen in that type of serious type of game. But because I do all the side stuff, all my people survive. So I guess I got the, the better or best ending that you could get for it. Anyways, I, I'd recommend it. it was free for people. It was definitely an okay time to do. It's a, definitely a good casual play for sure. Apart from that, I went to another Platinum, which was extremely painful. Oh my God. Watch Dogs Legion. Ugh. 
I am so disappointed in that game. I mean, we knew we knew there was going to be struggles with the whole no bonding with characters because you can every single character is a potential teammate, so there's no bonding. The characters that are like in the story, there's like one hacker chick, there's a hacker guy, and then an AI. Um, they're just not great, and like. You could see how it was going to end, like, story, air quotes-wise. Like, y- you knew one of them was going to go bad by the end of it. I'm going to spoil that. Like, it's just, it's not worth the play, to be honest. I was so disappointed. It was so predictable. I honestly was on autopilot during all the conversations. Um, and then there's just so many, I don't want to, yeah, I guess they're bugs. Like, like getting the platinum was painful because of the collectibles. Like, by collectibles, I mean... You have to drink at every bar. You have to play darts at every uh, bar place also, which is weird because they're the same thing in the same locations. Uh, and then you have to do all the, like the painting, the sp- not spray painting, but you, the paste steps where you paint like your symbol in certain sections of the city. Those are all bugged trophies where you have to pretty much do all of those things with one character. Like it doesn't carry over between your characters. Like what the hell is the point of giving you so many different characters if the trophies are bugged? And you have to do it with one character. You can't even switch characters. Or if you accidentally fall off your stupid cargo drone and die, then you'd have to restart them. Like, it's just the dumbest, stupid thing ever. I was so disappointed. Um, And then you could see ways where they kind of copped out. There's a lot of autopilot vehicles. There's, like, taxis that can drive themselves. Uh, There's tons of vehicles on the street that are, like, drivable by themselves. They're all empty. There's no NPCs because they're all on autopilot. So, like, their vehicles driving around going nowhere. And, like, the only NPCs you see driving are, I think, there's occasionally some in vehicles, most of the ones on bikes. That's about it. And I'm like, okay, the game's copping out because they don't have the power to probably program to have more NPCs on the screen by having them in vehicles. Like, there's too many NPCs on the street. Can I ask, too, were you playing on, like, the PS5 upgrade version? Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? And still nothing? Wow. No, I mean, it runs smooth, I guess. And I don't know. It's just, like, all the missions are the same. Use the spider drone, and you can pretty much hack the whole thing without anybody attacking you. You take out... I found that, too. Yeah. I absolutely found, like, almost every mission. I just... Spider-bot... Didn't matter which character I picked, but Spider-bot would take care of it. Yeah. (laughs) Spider-bot's the hero. He could take out enemies... And then you shroud them so they're invisible so nobody spots the body. Like, I bonded more with the spider bot in the game than any NPC <laughs> in the freaking game. God, give me one of those spider bots. Because, like, jeez. So I am super happy to uninstall that. I looked at the DLC. I had no urge to even pay for that or give them more money. Because this was just... The other two games were way better, in my opinion, the first two. Like, just story-wise, definitely. And, like, just in general, like, I had more fun. Like, I, there, I guess this has the multiplayer stuff now, but God, if I could find anybody that would want to even try it. And, like, I don't even know what you would do. Maybe a couple random, I don't know, try to attack each other with spider bots. <laughs> I have no <laughs> freaking clue. It's just not fun at all. And I, I'm, I'm super disappointed because you, you compare other Ubisoft games like Assassin's Creed and even Phoenix uh, Rising or whatever it's called. It's like... Those open world games are so much bigger and like so much more content around the map. This this map is like, I don't know, empty. Like you could find random things to hack for money. I don't know. I'm getting pissed off because it was I was so disappointed by the game, but 
Yeah, that's pretty much my experience with that. I'm happy it's done. Got the platinum. It's it's another one of those games that the trophies didn't carry over. So I had to restart the game at the very end and do the first like couple quests again because they didn't ca- like transfer to the PS5 version of the game. Weird. So it's like so bugged. So I guess I can get double platinum if I want to replay it on the PS4, which is never going to happen. Yeah, I was going to say you're definitely. Uh... I'm, I'm not that hardcore. I'm not going to do it. I refuse. Maybe if I you could copy your save back, maybe. But the game's so bugged, none of the trophies would work probably. So happy that's done. And then Demon Souls. You and I played a good amount of Demon Souls this week. We got a lot done. We I know we were both kind of down on New Game Plus at first because it was pretty. It is difficult. Let's be honest. Oh, I'm still down. (laughs) I'm still down. But when we were playing together, we were making it work. It wasn't too bad. There's the bosses. We were freaking annihilating. Like. Either you would be pull aggro constantly and I just firestorm and they'd pretty much all melt. Oh, those two gargoyle dudes. Ugh. That was yeah. that was that was painful. that was an a that was not so much a souls battle as it was an AI battle. Yeah, like because you're battling buggy. They're oh, landing yeah. on things that aren't even things to land on, and like there's times Line where they, there's times where they trapped underneath yeah, the bridge. Underneath yeah. the bridge, they wouldn't even like land, so it's like we couldn't mm-hmm. even attack them, and they just keep blasting us off the bridge. It only happened a couple times, but it was just painful. So um, that one, I'm almost done. Uh, I just need two more rings, which technically I have one of the rings, but I want to give you the ring too. May as well give it to you. Uh, And then the other one, yeah, I need to finish the final boss again, which I'll probably need your help with. And then I got to do... I got to start New Game Plus Plus. I got to kill one of the NPCs that you first meet in that first area of the game. He's going to drop the mausoleum key, and then I got to somehow figure out how to kill that guy. Uh, so I don't know how I'm going to kill that guy. Get headbunting. If, if I can fire. get the... I don't know if he's immune this to everything. This guy is a monstrous like, amount he, of He health. takes like, no damage. Even in the original game, before the difficulty spiked crazy, I remember I backstabbed him like five times and only did a quarter of his health. Yeah. So, But luckily, if I can get the mausoleum key... Mausoleum key before fighting that uh, phallax or whatever you call, call him boss, I could probably get you to join me and help me with that one. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. It, yeah. So it, we can maybe tag team him or otherwise I'm going to see if I can pull him all the way to a ledge and see if I can get him to fall. <laughs> My only concern is if he falls off the ledge and dies, uh, will I be able to get the ring? It depends what ledge. I, I've seen a guy's video where he unequipped everything. So he could headbunt, like, because the headbunt acts like a push attack. Okay. But it's not an attack, so it never triggers him to ever hit you back. Oh. Uh, so then he just kept headbunting him till that first shortcut, the stairs. The stairs. Push him, up, him So he lands inside. He falls, he dies, but then he falls in an area that you can go to and collect right. the ring. So that's my hope. Other, other than that, we could try to maybe see if we can take team it. But mm-hmm. that'll be the last ring. Um, I, I screwed up one area where it's like, you had to get pure black character tendency and then but to get pure black you have to kill a whole bunch of NPCs but then the chick shows up she gives you contracts to kill the NPCs but you've already killed the NPCs so it's like I had to not kill the witch chick because I needed the contract first to kill the witch and then she gives you a reward which is one of the rings so I'm like oh, damn it so it was like luckily I had a backup so <laughs> I backed it up and fixed that but yeah, so really close to finishing that. Hopefully we can finish that in the next day or two. Uh, I think that's it for console. PC-wise, it's the same stuff, same loop. 
Uh, me and my buddies last night, we were bored. We tried a little bit of Raft again. They did an update on there, which is pretty good. Uh, that's one of those uh, survival building games. Kind of, it, it's fun. Uh, a little bit more. Played some more Risk on PC. Little PUBG. Nothing special. Oh, my buddy convinced me to buy Dead Space Three, so we started that co-op. I don't. I I had it on PS3, but I never played it. So it definitely looks dated <laughs> at this point. I didn't realize it was already back to like 2013. Speaking of threes, Dark Souls threes on sale on PlayStation. I'm just yes, yeah, just saying, yeah. Is this still on sale? Yeah, yeah. I, I just because uh, like the thought of me, you, and Curtis, if like I if been, the stars ever aligned that we could play together, that'd be freaking. Hilarious. Yeah, I've been so hurt the other by two. that one. What's that? I bought the two? other two as well. Oh yeah. Oh, you bought the other? I see. I bought the uh, remastered like as well. I just two. The durability. Oh my god, I can't. I can't. I like I two. I think I already have two. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Mm. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was tied to frame rate. I forgot about that. Yep. Great. Play at 120 hertz. Your weapon breaks in your hand. <laughs> it's like, I didn't hit it. You're looking at it funny. <laughs> that no snap. <laughs> yeah. Your weapon just yeah. dusts. <laughs> oh, God. Otherwise, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, how about you, Steve? I think we kind of overlapped in our game yeah. recap. Well, I was going to say, like, we're kind of running long here, so I'm just going to quickly recap. Played with Chris, did Demon Souls. Uh, I'm kind of done with the game. Basically, just playing uh, to help Chris get the tr some trophies. Thank you. Um, and then just started playing with Curtis, Dark Souls 3. Uh, surprisingly uh, different, actually. Like, you know, I thought it'd be smoother in some ways, but I kind of like Demon Souls, at least the role mechanic, better in that one. But, well, and parrying. But I get it. Demon or Dark Souls 3 was just trying to get be harder. So they're like, hey, let's make these things more tedious. <laughs> and, uh, but whatever, I'll, I'm sure I'll get used to it eventually, because I remember by the end of the last time we beat that game, Curtis, I remember us pl uh, fighting the um, the DLC guy just before the dragon. I always forget his name, but, like, he couldn't even hit me, and I was kind of like, oh my gosh, like, it's finally clicking. Like, I'm Neo, and I'm seeing the Matrix finally, and uh, so I'm sure I'll get to that point again, uh, but either way... Uh, just excited for Elden Ring. Let's just all agree that uh, I need more yeah. Elden Ring. If that gets delayed, everything's not going to be on fire because <laughs> I will seriously rent a gasoline <laughs> truck and spray it across the town. It burn it to the um, ground. It burn it all to the ground. Gotta burn it. Gotta burn it because I, every, I, everything's getting delayed and I expect it to get delayed, but don't. Don't do it. I'll take a broken game. You know, like just give it to me. You heard it um, here first. He'll take a broken game. <laughs> And other than that, uh, I didn't really have a lot of time this week. Like or Curtis, sorry. Um, I was just super uh, busy this week. It's nonstop. I got stuff I have to plan and organize, and it's just not been awesome. So I got to play those two games. I didn't even get any time for Doki Doki. Um, so I still have no idea what that game's about. <laughs> well, hopefully, I'll get a little more time this week. Um, but yeah, that's it. So we're done with that. Uh, so I say we just talk a little pre-discussion stuff like we have been for the while. So I'm sure you guys have heard by now, but Horizon Forbidden West uh, seemingly is delayed. No. Following a rumor, following the rumor earlier today, and not today, it was actually yesterday, Bloomberg's Jason Schreier weighed in on the situation, reporting that Horizon Forbidden West will indeed be delayed to the first quarter of 2022. The PS5 and PS4 game have been targeting a 2021 release window but has never received a concrete date. Uh, going a little further into that, we got that state of play, I believe, a month or two ago. And yeah, that was my number one point out was like, really, at this time of the year, when this thing's coming in in just a few months, you still have no release date. 
So I think I even said on that podcast, Chris, when we were discussing it, yeah. this there's no way it's making 2021. Yep. It seems like I was correct. And I'm not even going to pat myself on the back. It just seems super obvious. I think anyone that has their ear, ear to the ground, it probably knew this was happening. Yep. So, I, I mean, you're shaking your head, like, not shaking, nodding your you're head. Not head, yeah. Uh, like, you knew as well, right? Like, oh, yeah. I, it wasn't going to make it. I just think it. it was obvious. No, yeah. there's no way it was going to make it. From what they, I mean, they sh- what they showed looked good, and it's like maybe it was ready, but I there was just it wasn't there wasn't any concrete news. There was nothing where it was like November, right? I think there was just mm-hmm. it was still. Did they say holiday? Holiday twenty? Yeah, I, all they said. Yeah, yeah like, I don't like those dates. I don't like. No, yeah, I, I prefer if they say like November, which is technically holiday, but when they actually say the word November or December, that that makes me feel a little bit better. But when they say holiday or fourth quarter or that kind of crap, yeah, I I just expect it's not going to be that, that that time at this point in time anyway. Yeah, and I don't think anyone's too surprised, honestly. With I can't remember if it was two episodes ago we had like what eight six to eight freaking delay uh, yeah. things in homework. Uh, it just seems like that's the world we live in now. Yeah, I get that they all like to come out and say like you know COVID made things hard, and I don't fully doubt that that's true. But I also would like to remind people in 2018, uh, actually more like early 2019, that's how the year started. And then it just got worse from there. So I mean, and that was pre-COVID. So I think this is more of an industry thing and they're using COVID as a convenient way of being like, look, like we don't want any flack because, you know, we can't help it. I'm like, yeah, but I kind of saw this happening before. And I just think, honestly, I know it's not going to happen, but like, they really start needing to treat this stuff like movies. Have it like in a dream world. I would love it if they could just finish the game and then talk about it and then release it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I get they don't want to sit on that. It, it's so costly. It's the highest cost in medium uh, entertainment wise. But it'd just be so much better if you could wait until near the end of development at least and then reveal six months later. Like you have a confident date and then boom, you can just put it out. Like, there, there's also. So there's also no excuse for like if you're gonna keep pushing this game and these things, they should not be coming out in a bugged out state. Like mm-hmm. they just shouldn't be. Like if you're if you're like we gotta tweak it, it needs to be f-. like. Are you extending it because the game's not finished? Is that why you're yeah. extending it? Because whenever we hear delays, I think most people, at least me, I'm like, okay, well the game's probably done, but now they're just polishing, fixing yes. bugs, all that kind of shit. But then these games come out and they're still bugged out as crap. Like uh, like. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Is anybody I'm uh, curious if either of you guys are like were any of you guys excited for Horizon? Like it looks okay, but I'm not like I need to have this. I'm not even close to I, want to have this. I think I'm going to like probably line up with Curtis's opinion here and I'm just assuming, but I believe we both weren't big fans of the original one. I thought it was an okay game, but none of its mechanics if laid out in a singular file None of them were solid. I, I couldn't find a single thing this game did extremely, like, wow, exceedingly well, where I just felt like the dodging was broken. The, the oh my God, the human AI was horrendous. Um, I didn't like that you needed multiple bows. Like, some things made sense. Like, there was a slingshot. I'm like, okay, that's not a bow, that's a slingshot. But then why do I need 17 different bows? Like, do you guys do understand that bows shoot arrows? Like, I don't need, like, you know, like, I, they were trying to put, like, well, this one you know, shoots longer. I'm like, yeah, that's just increasing tension in your bow. That's how you do that. You don't need an entire different bow. I do archery 
uh, for a hobby. Like, I understand. I don't need three bows when I go to the range. Like, that is ridiculous. Just guys, um, guys hold on. I got to adjust the tension in my bow before I attack. You. Wait, well, wait. You know, yeah, exactly. So it's just like, so whatever. It's fine. But I just didn't. Yeah, I, I, I've tried three times to start that game. And I just, it always, maybe I wasn't getting to like whatever climatic part that would like enthrall me enough to continue. It just never happened. Um, so looking at the sequel, I do see like little improvements where they're like, okay, we're going to make traversal and vertical, wow, traversal and, uh, verticality more important, which I'm like, okay, you definitely needed to do that before. I, I thought it was the dumbest concept ever that I'd go after like a 50 foot Tyrannosaurus Rex robot on the ground. I'm like, who would do this? <laughs> like you would, the first thing you would do is try to get out of like that shadow of Colossus whatever. style. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, at least the Colossi were, like, slow, right? These things are shooting missiles and coming at you, like, so fast. But, um, yeah, so whatever. But I assume, Curtis, you're probably similar. You are not incorrect. Um, even when it comes out, like, whenever it gets a review time, I'm not even going to take those very seriously because everyone gave um, Zero Dawn such a very high review. And it's going to ultimately boil down to word of mouth. Like I'm hoping one of you or both of you might try it before I do and give me a better idea. Cause the same thing would be with, uh, with watchdogs Legion, Steve hated it. So he basically guaranteed that I wasn't going to play it. I confirmed. Yeah. That. You're, you're not wrong. <laughs> I just looked at the, I looked at the Metacritic score and yeah, it's sitting at 89, which I had to play. They played the first two seems I got, high. I got a box ended and that's, that's what it would boil down to is just word of mouth. I'm not even going to listen to reviews for it because mm. yeah, I feel like I might just get burned again, but it's, it all depends well, on I, what changes. My recommendation for that game is like find a reviewer or a personality in the industry that you enjoy and you feel like you align, you have similar opinions on, and maybe follow that one guy, but you're right, for going through the majority and just being like, oh, it's got a high meta score, it's going to be great. No, and in this scenario where I'm like, no, I was burned by the first one, I agree with you, Curse. That's probably the smartest thing you can do right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed, I guess, the story a little bit, but it felt like, kind of like the first Assassin's Creed, where the game ends, and it says, now go buy Assassin's Creed 2 <laughs> to actually find <laughs> oh, out what yeah. happens. That's how. Yeah, that's that my sucked. feeling of the first one. This one felt that same too, where it's like you figure out what the story is, but it's no like you just what do you do with that information? Oh, you have to play a sequel. So it's like okay. Did the DLC not either. touch on it? I didn't or? do the DLC. Hmm. Oh, okay. So maybe the DLC expanded on it, but you shouldn't have to expand on your main story in DLC. Yeah. So I I enjoyed the story. Gameplay was average at best. So. Mm -hmm. I do think, like, I don't know, I, with a PlayStation exclusive, there's certain you know, expectations. So I would say that, like, if you need to take your time, I guess do it. I'm not, and that's the thing, I'm not even crapping that they're delaying this at all. Uh, I just, I always knew it wasn't coming out in 2021. Uh, and it, it's fine. We got uh, Bridge of Spirits. There's still uh, Deathloop. Uh, you know, we have some other uh, ex exclusives coming. So I'm, I'm not that disappointed. But anyway, we'll move on. We also found out uh, this week that PS5 exclusive game abandoned in quotes. Uh, complimentary app is now available for download on your PS5. Uh, it actually happened. <laughs> Something's finally moving in the, this cog wheel. Uh, but the only thing that uh, so I mean we haven't talked about Blue Point in a while, or not Blue Point. Sorry. Um, what is this one called? Blue Box. That's it. 
you know, this blue point, blue box, blue balls. There's just too many blues. Um, so we found out in this one that, uh, you know, they keep saying they're not Silent Hill. They keep saying they're not Kojima. There's all these conspiracy theories we talked about in a prior episode. And then we've kind of like let it die out because I'm more and more convinced that this isn't what it seems to be or like whatever the conspiracies are leading to. But then anyway, they posted on Twitter this week about the app, you know, and I don't know if you guys checked it out, but you can find it online. Uh, but the tweet is the announcement and then blurred image behind it literally looks like it's big boss. The eye patch is there. Everything's there. And this is, this is the same people that if you go to their Twitter, the first thing I think it's pinned to the top is uh that they're them saying it's not silent hill they have no connection to konami blah 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 and it's just like then why you know like at this i'm still convinced this isn't what i'm hoping it is but then that upsets me more and also when i do finally calm down from it i realize that i'm not going to tell people not to shit on them anymore if you're asking for this if you're constantly going to be like oh the game's name starts with s and ends with l oh, here's a big boss picture that we're just conveniently putting on here. It's like, here's all these coincidences. Then it's like, no, at this point, you are going to eat shit. You're purposely doing it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're trolling. And I don't understand why PlayStation's allowing this. So why would you want Or Kojima. Like, I don't... Yes. At this point, you put your foot down and be like, okay, you guys are using my name to potentially, like, sell copies, potentially sell copies of this game. And I don't know. It just seems like, at this point, it's almost false advertising. But the way yes. they're doing it is like not false advertising. You know what I mean? They're like just, just riding that line of like what's acceptable, and not acceptable. And for me, I they've got, riding the line. No, I think for this, me, they've gone the past second it. time. Yeah. Like you're now. doubling down. You now you've crossed the line. Yeah. Sorry, Curtis. Can I intervene and say that his eye patch is on the wrong side? So that's not big boss. It's a mirror. <laughs> He's looking into. Are you sure? Reflection. I thought it was on the right side. No, it's on his left. I mean, it's on his left, but our right. No, opposite. His right, our left. Oh, you're right. I mean, you're left. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm confused. That is interesting. I didn't. Sorry to throw a wrench that. into that theory. Unless it is. I mean, a it's still an eye patch, and yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Like he, he could have just flipped, and that's what it seems like. Is they probably just flipped. A basic asset like oh, Maybe, whatever yeah. picture they just they ripped off a google image search and we're like oh if we flip it we're really <laughs> we're really you know like getting by this and I, I don't know i it's just yeah it's to the point where i'm like i'm i'm gonna sit back and roast marshmallows on the flame that is yeah. what happens it's, it's too bad because it's like honestly when we first heard about this game it's like ooh, this sounds like a cool thing like this might be yeah, good I, this up our alley i would have been okay with just a just survival horror game keep digging a hole making it worse for themselves every time they do this shit for me for me anyway maybe other people don't care and there's still don't. other there's other weird things happening too like uh norman reedus apparently recently yeah. uploaded a picture with him with some rabbit that has connection with i think it's silent hill 3 yeah so then like that's weird timing too so i don't know this you know again there's still at 20 percent in my brain that's like maybe even though i just it doesn't feel like these are decisions that smart people would make um so then again i go back to the other 80 percent uh 80 percent of my brain that just says no there's no way like this is just someone who's trolling and he doesn't understand what he's going to get himself into. And so we'll have to see. I think the reveal is pretty close. I think it's 10 days of recording. If 
they've managed to make, you know, they've delayed before, I think twice. So uh, we'll see. But, oh boy, get those marshmallows ready. Get the, get the candy, the chocolate bars, get the graham crackers. Because we're going to be eating some mother freaking s'mores. Going to get some s'mores up in here. Uh, so anyway, we'll move on yet again to the PlayStation Plus or PlayStation Bust, guys. I want to talk about this. Me and Chris kind of talked about the rumors that uh, we were going to get Plants vs. Zombies, Tennis World Tour 2, and then the PS5 version of Hunter's Arena Legends. Uh, unfortunately, that is confirmed now. <laughs> and uh, I just want to say this might be uh, one of the worst months of the year. And uh, I'm not alone. I went on a couple of websites, and that does seem what the overwhelming majority are saying that uh i don't know who these games are for like the hunters arena it's like okay it's a new game at least so it's a trial thing that i'm like okay i'm not paying for it and it's new so it's somewhat exciting but the other two i'm just like one's a mobile phone game like let's not lie to ourselves and tennis world tour 2 like i'm not serena williams i don't need to play this game uh yeah i don't know if you guys even have anything to add to it because it's so um, sad hunter's arena i definitely want to try like i said before i like all the battle royale games so that's something i'd like to try that'd be fun to try with you as well so mm -hmm. plants vs oh, zombies I'm... i played the original plants vs zombies i don't know what i mean it's fun if you're bored and have nothing to do i guess tennis and... sorry curtis correct me if i'm wrong but wasn't there a month where it was really bad and they ended up giving you better games. Yeah, there was and that's one. why I'm surprised this wasn't it uh, two racing games or something. And then oh, people are like, why? Yeah. It's such a was small... The, I thought it was something like cheaper that. soccer game two or something. Oh, like, FES or... Yeah, it was something like a soccer game and like a racing game or something. And people yeah, like, something like that. And then to go on to that point, to go on to that point though, I kind of skipped this one. Uh, Chris... I, I literally wrote it in the notes, one for Chris. Naraka Bladepoint did announce that it's coming to consoles Ooh, and showed PS5 that. gameplay. Are you enticed or are you like, no, I want to stay on PC with this um, It That's one, like, I have already have people that have confirmed on PC and they've bought it as well, like, that'll play it with me. Uh, so that's probably what will go for me. If, if there was enough people on console that were going to play it, I'd probably do it. Yeah, I like the game. So it was, it'd be really nice if, like, there was, like, cross... I don't want to say cross buy because that'll never happen. But <laughs> if, if cosmetics and stuff would transfer, it'd be nice at least at the bare minimum. Maybe account data or something. Mm. But okay, as gentlemen. of right now, no. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, we have finished our pre-game discussion. Guess what that means? It's time for the, for the news. news. The news. Have to splice that. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to start with number one, multiple PS5 updates incoming. This one comes from me. That's right. I had to find multiple sources and then put it all in one place because there is a lot to talk about. So anyway, we found out uh, this past week that PS5 beta users are basically getting a new update and they're going to test it out for us, make sure it's safe before we get our grubby hands on it. And uh, there's a lot to it, actually. Uh, the big one being the uh, <laughs> NVMe update and uh that's right playstation's finally talking about us finally being update our drives uh with some issues and we can get into that but uh, we'll start here to meet the requirements of the ps5 hardware the m.2 ssd must use oh here we get with the geeky terms pcie gen 4 x4 m.2 nvme ssd 
Uh, I almost blew my brains out. Interface and have a capacity of at least 250 gigs. The largest internal SSD you'll be able to install is four terabyte. It also must meet a certain form factor and have a sequential read speed of 5,500 megabytes per second or faster. More information is provided through the link, which you can't see. Just <laughs> click on this. Question. <laughs> yeah, the site in question also details how the M.2 SSD can be installed, requiring a crosshead screwdriver. Oh, getting technical. And a well-lit room <laughs> with a table to work <laughs> in on. In the dark, I, in the dark. Who has enough money after buying a PS5 and this hard drive to have a table and a well-lit room? <laughs> uh, once... The 12 steps on the site have been followed. You'll be able to boot the PS5 once more and begin to move data and software over the SSD uh, or over to the SSD. And just to be clear, PS5 games are playable on M.2 SSD storage. You can download PS5 titles directly to that storage device and update them too. That's good. Share because remember, there was rumors in the beginning that it would just be a storage device and that you'd have to copy them back to the console to actually play them. I'm pretty sure that was a rumor early on in the, the life cycle. That or people got it twisted when they Probably. talked about expand, yeah. like because when they originally talked about expandable mem, like uh, sorry storage, they, it was you know just anything you could plug right. into it through USB, and yeah, yeah obviously that's not going to meet the speed requirements. Shared alongside this welcome update are the first details on PS5 compatible M.2 SSDs from Seagate. A 500 gigabyte model will set you back 149 dollars USD. A one terabyte upgrade costs 245 sorry 254 and the two terabyte option is 514 dollars and the big four terabyte will be 999 dollars usd uh shablam that's why when you guys were complaining about the console prices i laughed in your faces because you guys don't seem to understand how expensive this kind of uh speeds in your storage cost and why i always tell people if you're building a ps5 through a pc you're looking at no less than probably Fifteen to two thousand, sorry, fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars, and yeah, I wasn't kidding because this is what I'm talking about. So don't complain about your storage anymore because it is super expensive, and now you're going to find out. The only issue that they didn't touch on here is that Sony also updated this and talked about heatsink issues. If you don't have one that has built-in heatsink, you'll have to do it yourself, and that is also scaring off not extreme PC people or hire someone to blow on it, like Chris <laughs> is demonstrating. Um, so Curtis, I'm going to let you tackle this one first. Cause I think you're the only one that even understands what the hell just took place. <laughs> so take it away. What do you, what do you want to know? What do you want to ask? <laughs> Does this excite you for, you know, like, okay, well then let's start with this. You're looking for a PS5 still. Yes. Uh, when you get one, is this something you're going to be looking into? It depends because even when I first get a console, I'm probably not going to have a lot of games on it. So I'm not going to fill up the drive, but at least you do have that option. Unfortunately, it is a very expensive option because you have to get a PCI Express Gen 4 drive, which I don't even have in my computer because that is too expensive. <laughs> mm -hmm. But at least you know because they have some of them that can go actually faster than your PlayStation drive, like they can go 7 gigs per second in read speed. So at least you know anything that you can buy as long as it's falls under that uh gen 4 category then at least you know what'll it should work but yeah them touching on the heat sinks makes it a lot harder because a lot of them don't have it and they get really damn hot so yeah. yeah you definitely need something in there which is why i would honestly tell people right away 
wait until we get an actual list from PlayStation because I'm if I was even thinking of doing this, I'm going to need one that has that heatsink just on. You can buy heatsinks to put on most most models of anything. I just don't want to install it myself. Give me one that already has oh it. God, it's simple. You click it on. I don't have PC Simulator on here. <laughs> Get out of here, <laughs> PC Building Simulator. Uh, Chris, what about yourself? Is this interest to you? Uh, I mean, it's good to, that people have options, but no, I've never upgraded my storage before for any console. I make do with what you have and just cycle stuff out. So for I'm me, with it's, you. yeah, I, I make it work. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I typically haven't needed to. Would I like another terabyte? Probably. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It depends what games I have, though. I feel like I have over 10 games on my console right now, but it's just the types of games. They don't take up a lot of space. I literally have Dark Souls Remastered, Dark Souls 3, Demon's, uh, Demon Souls, uh, Miles Morales, Assassin's Creed. Like, you know, the list goes on. Doki yeah. Doki. Like, I have a lot of games. I haven't had to delete a lot. It's just. Honestly, the ones that take the most space are old PS4 games. And Call of Duty. Just not, yeah, yeah. And, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, if you have Call of Duty, then you're definitely going to want the 4 terabyte just to get the, the updates. I got to get that new map. <laughs> and that's going to take 2 terabytes. <laughs> but uh, So anyway, I'm just I'm happy the option's finally available because you heard people shaking at the fences all the time, you know, complaining that they wanted the option. Well, there it is. Uh, on top of all the other stuff, we got a create mode update. Uh, not a big one here, but when you're recording a video on screen, timer remains at the bottom of the screen. With this update, the timer will disappear after three seconds and will reappear when needed, which is nice. Apparently, if you want to save recent gameplay, Sony is adding more video length options. Next up, when you're editing screenshots before sharing them, the number of fonts for adding text have been expanded. Finally, the update will include more options for enabling or disabling certain audio from video clips or when broadcasting. Uh, you'll be able to toggle your personal mic, uh, audio and partio audio on or off, which was probably going to be good for some people, depending on what you want. Again, nothing monumental here, but certainly something nice improvements, uh, some nice improvements for you when you're creating and sharing screens and videos you will be making. I'm not going to read the rest of this. Uh, so anyway, that sounds nice. I don't think it's really speaking to either one of us, but I just want to include it there. So we'll move on. To another interesting one, uh, this uh, I'll be interested in your guys' take on this one. 3D audio update. PlayStation 5's next firmware update will add 3D audio support for bog standard television speakers, as previously promised. Naturally, the result won't be as effective as with the quality pair of headphones, but Sony will optimize the experience by detecting the acoustics of your room using the microphone on your DualSense controller. Uh, it goes on to say big brain thinking. You'll be able to toggle 3D audio. Wow. You'll be able to toggle. Toggle. You'll be able to toggle 3D audio of. Why can I not say for your TV speakers? Fuck. You'll be able to toggle 3D audio for your TV speakers on and off in the sound settings. It will be interesting to see how well this works. It's hard to imagine the sense of presence being quite the same as with the headset, but it's good to see the platform holder delivering on promises it's made prior to launch. After all, the. Firm always said it would expand functionality to built-in TV speakers. Uh, another one, I don't know how you guys are going to want this. You know, I got my PlayStation headphones uh, within the last two or three months. And I've been using them, and I definitely noticed a difference. You know, I think I brought up in prior recordings how me and Chris were playing Demon Souls. And I could just tell where the insect was coming from because that annoying buzzing sound in my left ear. And I'm like, oh, they're coming. It was like the Poltergeist movie. I'm like, they're here. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, are you guys going to be using this? Do you even care? I, for me, I, I honestly, I don't get the point, I guess, to have 3D audio on the TV. Maybe if you're in like a really small room. Yeah, but maybe I, otherwise, with, I, I don't see the effect being that great, to be honest. I could see with Curtis's setup possibly being the only one I, that might have any use. But I have surround sound. I don't need 3D audio. Yeah. yeah. So it, I already have it's, 3D audio in a sense. I feel like it's like a, a narrow market they're trying to hit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hit it's definitely, this, it so. definitely is supposed to be for people with just TV speakers, but I don't see how you're going to get that effect. Like with headphones, the speakers are literally on your ears, yeah. side and yeah. side. If it's in the front, I'm not sure... But at the same time, I don't know how that 3D audio actually sounds on the PS5 because comparing it probably to the built-in one in Windows, uh, the Windows one is garbage. So PS5 games, especially ones like Demon's Souls, they're made with that in mind already. So it might actually be better for those TV speakers. So you might have to just wait and see. Interesting. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I'm just going to keep using my headphones. But I agree. Like, you're, you're giving us at least something it's free you know it's not like we're paying for it so I, i'm not going to sit here and complain at the same time um so just to kind of finish this off there's additional changes as well in game base users can now access party chat uh text chats and send messages from the control menu that's good players oh yeah because it's i mean it's so remember like navigating that thing is so complicated sometimes like when you sent me a message just before us recording this it took me uh -huh. forever to find out where the hell that message is to be able yeah, to read that's it. True. I could see half yeah, of the message in the notification. If I was quick enough and I pressed the PlayStation button, I could see the whole thing. But if you're not, but then you it's weren't. like, how the hell do I find this <laughs> but thing? But you weren't. Uh, players can also see how many friends are online, busy or offline, and manage multiple friend requests simultaneously. Uh, we'll have to see how that one falls through. The big one, the Chris's one, I will call it. In trophies, players can now track up to five trophies per game in the control center using the trophy tracker. When viewing the trophy list of games, trophies will now be displayed vertically Yay. instead of horizontally, allowing more information about each one to be displayed by default. Uh, even myself not being a big trophy guy, that's major. Like, that is the one I think I've heard most people just... The horizontal's awful. It's like one trophy yeah. takes up like a third of your... Like, not a third, but a large portion yeah. of your screen. And it's like, mm -hmm. you can only see three trophies at a time. Are you like kidding me? <laughs> it's like just well, and, you know, for us doing new game plus, like uh, the default trophies when you went to the like hit your home button would always be like ones I don't need anymore. They're like, oh, the tower knight is this, and I'm like, I have that trophy. Like I yeah. get it because new game plus it's messing with you, but being able to pick which ones I want up front and center also sounds good to me. Yeah, like uh, and then Sony. Uh, also said that users can now customize their control center more freely by rearranging all the controls at the bottom of the screen. I also like that one. Yeah. Uh, you know, more customization, more better, I always say. Yeah, as of right now, I think all you could do is turn features off and on off the thing. You couldn't move them around. So, Yeah. So that is basically a lot of it. Uh, there might even be more stuff I missed. I try to find a, like everything I could. But uh, either way, I think it looks like it's going to be a good update uh, when it does finally hit us the general public so mm -hmm. look forward to that but anyway we got to move on to number two ps5 has now sold over 10 million units this one comes from push square uh, alongside sharing news that the ps5 has now sold 10 million units making it the fastest selling console out of sony ever the company has also issued updates on purchasing figures for many big titles native to the hardware 
Courtesy of an interview with GameIndustry.biz, we now know Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales has sold 6.5 million copies. Last month's Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart has already topped 1.1 million sales. The MLB, the show 21, currently sits on 2 million units uh, distributed to buyers. Returnal, meanwhile, has 560,000 copies to its name. Uh, not bad numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, again, I think a lot of people see this in like 10 million units, but most of these games are only hitting a mil sold i'm like well the attach rate is nintendo and you have to understand all these games are playable on ps4 except for returnal and uh ratchet and clank rift apart and ratchet and clank rift apart literally just came out last month yeah so and like i said it's still the attachment rate of the ps uh or playstation ecosystem has never been nintendo right you're not going to be you know over 100 percent attach rate like zelda was um so i yeah it's nothing to scoff at even returnal i'm I, I'm personally happy with that. I, yeah. I mean, I, it doesn't it's a niche. speak to me. Yeah, it's yes, niche. it's very niche. Yeah, I would say it's more niche than like even Demon Souls, which is interesting that that wasn't on this list. Uh, I, I don't think that's because it did poorly. I'm wondering if that's just you know first party versus uh, second Ooh, party kind of thing. Probably, yeah. Uh, Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan also went on to say engagement with the PS5 platform is the highest the firm has ever seen. No matter which way you look at it. Uh, in quotes, whether it's the number of people measured by the medic, uh, metrics such as MAU, monthly active users, or whether it's the time that these people spend playing games, both of these metrics are showing very significant double-digit growth compared to the launch window of PS4, the previous high watermark, end quote. Ryan says Sony was confident these statistics would beat the highs of the PS4 generation, but even it is a bit taken aback by the reality, but fair to say the engagement has surprised us in a very pleasant way. Uh, guys, how does this feel on the uh, tip of your tongue here? Are you, are you happy with these numbers? Are you meh? You just expected this to be the way with uh, how everything is kind of overselling nowadays? Yeah, I expected it to do about what it's doing, to be honest. I mean... Mm -hmm. uh, I think the only thing holding it back right now is just, you know, purchasing the, the chips and the hardware and all the stuff that they are having trouble getting and strictly just getting it out on the streets. <laughs> like, yeah. if they could get those things in the stores, I think they'd be selling a lot more. I mean, one of the three of us is still lacking the console and trying to get it. So, I mean, there's still definite, the number is definitely going to keep going up for sure for a while because people are just still struggling to get this thing. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm pretty happy with the numbers. Those those are pretty good. So. Yeah. The only thing I'm surprised is, uh, again, I don't know if they strictly stuck to PlayStation Five numbers here. They must have because I feel like Spider Man Miles Morales had to sell. Well, I guess not. No, because six point five million copies that would be PS4 as well. So I'm just surprised it. You know, I would imagine one for one tracking with the original Marvel Spider Man. Like if you purchased that one. I assume you would be interested in this, but maybe other people are waiting for it to go on sale. Uh, you know, they were turned off that it's a shorter experience. I'm not too sure. Um, that would be the only one that surprised me. I guess the other one is MLB The Show. Uh, clearly didn't hurt that it came on Game Pass for free. <laughs> I don't think it affected them whatsoever. Yeah, that's pretty good um, numbers, to be honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, Curtis, does this hurt? Does this hurt a little bit? I see 10, mil 10 million units, and I still wonder how many of them are actually in you know, gamers' hands. Yeah, it's I true. would say I'm just gonna say all of them. That, that's my bold claim. I'm there gonna could be disagree. A lot of scalpers with that. still holding them. Yeah, but scalpers don't 
keep them in their garage. They're only it's buying them because they know they can turn them over. It's still a unit sold, though. Yeah, well, that but that's my thing is they're buying it and then selling it, and people are buying it too. Like I yeah. doubt the, the there's some ones. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I'm not saying they're the, uh, you know, the, the poster boys that we want to proclaim on this one, but um, yeah, it is what it is. But I, I think scalpers, like you know, they're moving them too, so they're not just gonna buy three thousand, jack the price so high that they just end up sitting on them because you know electronics, like it's a. Uh, it's not like wine or anything else. The longer you hold it, it increases its value. Right? How many of those consoles are data mining? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And not even Bitcoin mining. They're freaking FIFA mining. <laughs> like the PS4s. <laughs> Got to get those FIFA cards, everyone. Jeebus. Ah, So we're going to move over to our third one. Chris, I'll let you take this one. Insert Star Wars movie quote here. This one comes from VGC. A new studio has been formed named That's No Moon and is headed by co-founder and CEO Michael Mombauer, who previously spent 13 years at PlayStation as the head of its visual arts service group. Headquartered in Los Angeles, the team includes former Naughty Dog, Infinity Ward, Sony Santa Monica Studio, EA, and Bungie developers to name a few. Among the key figures are studio co-founder and chief creative officer Taylor Karasaki and game director Jacob Minkoff. The pair left Infinity War earlier this year, having served as design, design director and narrative director of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, respectively. The studio has secured a $100 million investment from South Korea, developer and publisher Smilegate, the creator of the Crossfire franchise. Are you guys there excited you to see what they'll be working on? I, I would say it's not 100% guaranteed for a Star Wars movie quote, but uh, based on the, the, the no moon. Uh, but yeah, I'm not sure what to expect from these guys. They definitely pulling from all those different studios is good to like, those are good studios. So at least most of them are. So, uh, curious to see what they'll be working on, but yeah, that's still fresh, I think. But, uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah. Curtis, I'll let you, uh, go just before me here. It's definitely a, a big variety of, uh, former companies. Mm -hmm. At least I just kind of wonder what roles all these people were before and, kind of might give you an idea of what you might get out of it but yeah i kind of hope it's not going to be a, a star wars game because i think we were talking about this before that'd be a really hard franchise to try to i guess not even nail yourself down to but i don't know there's mm -hmm. there's so many options for other developers like but again it boils down to what these people used to do so yeah we'll see I mean, a lot well, of those a companies are developed shooters in some regards third person for, or first person, yeah like so. yes and no right you got um bungie and infinity ward but then you also have sony, sony santa, santa monica, monica yeah. and uh, naughty dog right and it's well and ea you know be either way like yeah it could be uh, they're the wild could card, be yeah. battlefield yeah it could be anything. yeah they're the one that like just tilts it a little off that i can't it's still like a draw so you're right it could definitely be uh, another because Sony does seem to be investing in first-person shooters. Like, I do think they know that's their weak point in the market. Um, but I don't know. Like, when you get Sony Santa Monica... Wow, I can't say it today. Sony Santa Monica and Naughty Dog together. I just feel like that spells third-person, you know, narrative-driven story, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. And then, like, you know, on top of that, we put in the Star Wars quote that then really throws it off because it's like, what the hell is this going to be? I don't think it's going to be a Star Wars uh, game just because it's just too on the nose to give yourself a quote like that. And then, you know, what the rest of your career, you can't make anything but Star Wars games. Like, 
Who's going to do that? The so, EA person's whatever. a microtransactions person. <laughs> oh my gosh. Then they might want Ubisoft, honestly, because it seems like Ubisoft's getting better at that. <laughs> Tasting that money. Yeah, get the one guy from FIFA development there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. All I can say is we're not going to see a game from these guys for the next four to five years. So, it, you know, it's fun to speculate. It's definitely a big roster of really important people, in my opinion. I, I you know, there's no way this isn't a AAA experience. I, I guess that's what we can all agree on here. Um, so we can just look forward to that. And like I said, we'll talk to you again in four to five years. <laughs> so we're going to move on to the last article of the day. Uh, basically, sh- this one's number four. Sean Layden addresses subscription service gaming. Uh, you can find this on gameindustry.biz. In homework, I also put the link to this article because he ta- he touches on a lot of stuff. This is the one I just wanted to extract from it. But I definitely think think you guys are doing yourself a disservice if you don't go read that article it's pretty interesting how he talks about the ten dollar uh increase to our games and how that just is not enough uh to make up for the giant like you know i i do have one of the quotes actually to touch on that where he says like games keep costing almost two times more each generation so what's ten dollars really doing for them not a lot and that's why you know microtransactions and passes and all that stuff are prevalent um but anyway Let's just get into it. Sean Lane, former chairman of SIE Worldwide Studios, recently had an interview with GameIndustry.biz that covered a plethora of gaming-centric topics. Uh, one topic brought up was the idea of subscription service like Microsoft's Game Pass, and which Lane had this to say. With each console generation, the cost of games goes up to time. So the PS4 games were $100 million to $150 million, so it stands to reason that PS5 games, when they hit their stride, will be in excess of $200 million. Uh, it's going to be very difficult for more than a handful of large players to complete in compete. Sorry, in that space, Layden comments on the size of the console market reflect that of Xbox boss Phil Spencer, who believes things like subscription service, Game Pass, and streaming technology XCloud will enable the well the console games industry to go beyond that 250 million number. But Layden is skeptical. Uh, in quotes, people don't buy consoles because they want more steel and plastic in the living room. People buy consoles because they want access to the content. If you can find a way to get that content into people's homes without a box, and yes, indeed, everyone has a streaming solution of s- some form. Most of it is limited by whether you have a decent internet connection, and they haven't constructed the business model that works yet for that. It's very hard to launch a $120 million game on a subscription service charging $9.99, well, sorry, $9.99 a month. You pencil it out. You're going to have to have 500 million subscribers before you start to recoup your investment. And that's why right now you need to take a loss lean position to try to grow that base. But still, if you only have 250 million consoles out there, you're not going to get half a billion subscribers. So how do you circle that square? Nobody has figured that out yet. That was a mouthful. My mouth is very dry. But Chris, does this not echo the conversation? I feel yep. like me and you have all the time. Exactly. Yeah, very much so. I, everything he says, I'm like, yep, we've said this. And this is, we just are baffled by it. Maybe the, the big, you know, the whole circle, see how, how do you circle that square, that whole comment there where it's like, yeah, 250 million consoles out there and get half a billion subscribers. Maybe they're counting on people like my one buddy was telling me where they have a subscription to Game Pass and they still go out and buy the game. 
maybe maybe that's the only way to beat that market. I don't understand why people do that, but apparently they do. Uh, they they go out and they buy the game even though they have it free on Game Pass because maybe they're which right we there. we have seen right because we talked about um, Sea Thieves making the NDP charts right. Yeah, exactly. So that we just we have evidence of it for sure. But mm. but yeah, I mean everything he says, I I definitely reflect. We've we've said this before. A lot of this stuff. So uh, I just like getting someone that really knows yes. everything yeah. he's talking about. Like yeah. this guy's been in the gaming. Like I don't know what do you want to call it the, the gaming universe, if you will. Yeah. Uh, for how long he knows what he's talking about, and he's going into like you know the numbers, yeah. and that's what I appreciate the most because. I don't have that kind of uh, understanding like he does. I never will. And he's not uh, saying so it's bad. S- he's not saying it's no. bad. He's just saying he's not able to wrap his head around the numbers. And neither and I, are we. Well, and that's why, like, it leads me back to my point that I always bring up is, like, Microsoft's losing money on this. But the thing that I find dangerous about this is that Microsoft is the only company that can probably afford to lose the money yes. on this. Exactly. And that is why if everything leans this way you're going to kill all the competition it it literally in my opinion could ruin gaming because no one else can afford to take those losses right now Mm -hmm. but i think that's sorry give your game for 9.99 uh and then make sure as a a game developer you have some sort of alternate way to make income like microtransactions in your game to make Mm -hmm. up for that because frankly otherwise i don't know how they're doing it Curtis, do you have any thoughts on this? Most of everything's you've already been basically taken out of my mouth already, so not really. Take some out, put some in, you know what I'm saying? So we've covered... <laughs> it's like, mm, spicy pizza. <laughs> uh, so I think we've said everything we need to say. That is all our news articles for the day. That is all our news articles for the day. So we're going to move on to homework. What is homework? Homework is when we just don't have enough time in our episodes to get through everything that came out this week. Uh, so we just give you kind of the article names where you can find them and then you can go educate yourselves on your own time. Uh, so we're just going to quickly blow through this. Sony confirms Nixus purchase will aid future PC ports. That one comes from Push Square. Curtis and me, I think we talked about that before. Uh, seemed like a no-brainer. That's obviously what they were going to do. Uh, but I just want to add that for fun. Kena Bridge of Spirits has been delayed so mm. that team can polish the game. This one comes from VGC. Uh, just quickly getting into it. Uh, the game's only delayed a, like a little under a month. Uh, so Good. we're still going to get it in September, it sounds like. That feels like actual polish to me when it's only delayed I wonder if that was the final nail in the grave for Horizon, though, where they're like, we're not going to put out this exclusive. And then one month or two months later, you know, they're usually like a three-month window at minimum. Hmm. Uh, so whatever, we'll see. But uh, I'm looking forward to that game. Uh, hopefully you are too. Uh, Sean Layden. Uh, that article we were I was telling you about, GameIndustry.biz, go find it, go read it. It's really good. It touches on a lot of things that I just think we don't hear people talk about right now, and it's probably because he got to step away from the whole business side of it. Uh, Netflix is reportedly developing a Pokemon Live action service series, not a service. No le- real Pokemon. <laughs> that would be madness. Uh, this one comes from VGC, and uh, I'm uh, excited to see that. That's the one thing uh, that Nintendo has that I like is... I don't you, want to play Pokemon games, but I enjoy them. Did you like the movie? The Detective I did Pikachu? like the movie, yeah. I thought it was actually half decent. Like, Yeah. I mean, it wasn't something that I actually regretted watching, I guess. Mm-hmm. It could. It definitely should have been a lot worse, is what I would <laughs> yes. say. Like, yeah, it should have you know, been a lot like, worse. On a, yeah, I just imagine pictures 
And them doing the whole like rigmarole and being like, this is going to be horrible. <laughs> but then Ryan Reynolds is like, I can save you. <laughs> I, like I save everything else. Anyway, the last one, Dragon Age Netflix series in development. This one comes from Giant Freaking Robot. And uh, yeah, that one I don't know how to feel about as interested as I am with Pokemon. I am not really like I like the original Dragon Age game. Uh, I can tolerate the second one. But there's not, I just don't feel like they have the lore in those series, like to the level that I would say Witcher, Lord of the Rings, or any of these other fantasy uh, shows have. Yeah, well, yeah even also, Castlevania, I think, is better. But they also had content to base it off. Dragon Age is original, I believe. I believe so, yes. Yeah. So uh, that one, we'll ha I guess we'll have to see. Maybe they can make it work. You know, Netflix has done some pretty great things with, like Chris brought up Castlevania and other things that I wouldn't have suspected to be great. Um, the other thing I got to point out, though, this isn't homework. This is just us talking here. But looking at all, like, even last week's, we, we keep getting more announcements of shows based off games. It just seems a double down that Netflix is really interested in gaming. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. And I'm still excited to hear more about what they're doing on their gaming side of things, if, what deals they're going to make with Sony, if any. And, yeah. No, that's good. I mean, the, mm -hmm. the, I mean it's, it's good and it's bad. Because it's like... Are they running out of like ideas? I mean, they're obviously running out of ideas with how many sequels they make to movies and stuff, but it feels like new original ideas are lacking in, in the bigger markets for movies and shows. I mean, anime, there's dime a dozen, but... Yeah. Oh, there's only like 85 isekais per <laughs> season, so uh, only. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> only. That was actually one only. thing I forgot to add. I watched the... Uh, what is it called? The Resident Evil... Netflix series mm. that just came out. I think it's four episodes. Um, it was as good as the movies that have come out, like the animated ones. Um, I they, in my opinion, they didn't need to make it a series. It should have just been a movie. Like the only thing like that made it more of a series was like there's a couple minutes where they would flash back to other scenes from the episodes and show maybe a little bit more than they showed the first time. And it's like, well, that still all could have been compressed into a movie. It didn't need to be. Four, it's only four episodes, so um, my question, overall was okay. My, my question is, where the hell is the trailer for that movie? Oh yeah, we haven't heard it. I thought that was supposed That's to been come pretty out quiet in yeah. the fall. Yeah, which kind of worries me, but who knows? All I know is I'm more excited for that. I yes. tried the first episode of that show, and I couldn't do it. You know, when your games like let's say Resident Evil Eight Village look better than <laughs> your CG for the show, it, it just turns me off. And like Chris said, it is the same engine they use for those other movies. So I understand uh, the aesthetics of it, but I know like you need to like your game looks better. Like that doesn't make any sense. Some of the environments Update. look pretty decent, but the character models are a little rough still. Oh, like the ponytails just don't even look realistic. <laughs> it like, no, like a bunch of it just goes straight back and then falls. And I'm like, ah, it's just, that's not hair physics. Like, come on guys. You literally have an NVIDIA hair effects. You can't even put that in your movie shows, movies, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Technology. with that positive note, <laughs> we sign off yet again. So thanks for joining us this week. We will see you again next week. Uh, we appreciate you spending that valuable currency of yours, which is your time on us. Humbles us always. Thank you very much. We see you next week. Goodbye. Bye, Bye guys. Be well done, sir. Good intro. Good intro. <laughs> Thank you. Proud of you. Uh, my heart stopped a couple of times because I could feel my brain <laughs> stuttering. It's like, uh, uh, sleep deprivation. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs>
I went high. I went high instead of new or instead of low. I think I can go pretty low. I go news. The news. The news. We're nerds. The news. Layton comments on the size of the console market reflect that of Xbox Phil. Wow. Wow. 